0: Blog talk radio. That's always off. Oh,
2: yeah. I can hear. Go. Hello everybody. <laughs> Thanks for the point. I like busting that out every once that, in a while. That's right. Just to throw me. Uh, to uh, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, <laughs> you com's Mark Eastman. I don't think my headphones are working that great. Really? Uh and with me as always is co-host Extraordinaire, Shane Leonard. Hello. Oh, there we go. I see. Better. Mess messing with the volume. That's cool. Is that good?
0: All right. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in. This week we are going to be covering After Earth. Yeah. And then we may uh also need to talk about a couple of other things yeah uh, a little bit um, I did want to uh, you know give like a, a little shout out just in case we got some extra listeners this week right this was kind of a cool thing who knows uh, if that will actually pan out but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we did something very interesting on Friday night we uh, went to our, our local uh, well, opera house uh yep. theater where be, yeah. where they showed uh room two thirty seven the right. the quote unquote documentary put that, that uh focuses on the shining, although actually it's more like the uh conspiracy theories that exist in relation to the shining that a small it, group of people seem it, to see. It, it doesn't yeah. actually talk about the shining very much except in terms of these people and their theories and right. what they what they see it, and what they think it's yeah. secretly about. It and certainly
1: serves as a foil for them to extrapolate whether or not they think that Stanley Kubrick really did mean to talk about the Native American massacre or or any uh, number the Holocaust
2: of right or the fake, uh, fake faking the moon landing. Well, and and yet you know yeah. you, you have to be clear there because it's not faking the moon landing. Faking the pictures of the moon landing. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, we, he, well he
1: gets lumped into the uh, one. Uh, seems according to think to, the whole moon landing. Yeah, I don't thing. know. According,
2: according to the story, it, it's not that he doesn't believe that we went to the moon. It's just that the footage that we've seen is fake. Take. For and, uh, whatever reason that could possibly right. serve. I have no idea. The strange thing that and you know, not that we need to go off on a big tangent of this, right? <laughs> right. The strange thing about faking the pictures of the moon landing is why would you fake them? Because most of anything it's not like you know, they we found a secret society there. Right. And there's right. aliens living on the moon or something. It's, you know, you can see it from Earth right. with a telescope, right? It's <laughs> right. not like you could go. You're no, coming to really this... all this stuff. Well,
1: there. this is the difficulty. You're coming to this with a very rational point of view, not a skeptic point of view, and right. you, you know. And, and they're all laughing at but, me. But it
2: was, you know, uh, and, it was and, and, and my falling. It was, uh, of the government conspiracy. Right. Who knows whatever.
1: Calling us a bunch of rubes. No, it was an interesting evening where we went and saw the film, and we were asked to do a version of what we're doing for you guys here, which was. Discuss the instant reaction we had and host sort of a semi-panel and we did that and it went swimmingly
2: well It it, it was very interesting to uh, take things to like a live audience for our first time and, ever That was a good dry run and uh, I'll tell you it was interesting and it was fun to do and it was it, it was good to get You know kind of there was a little bit of back and forth from the audience. <laughs> yeah, I sort of think that was cool I wish that it had been a regular like feature film and not something right. trying to be a documentary even right. even like a more straight documentary it, yeah that still would not have been as perfect right i agree especially like for a first time i'd like to uh go back and do that again and maybe if we can get them With to a run film. like some indie films yeah. or something
1: well river city cinema which is the host for the program we went to they they'll show all kinds of different things and one of the interesting things about the city we live in is during the summer when the nights are warm They host movies in the park under the sky with this outdoor projection stuff, and it's usually pretty popular. But one thing before we jump off room 237 that I thought of that cracked me up that I didn't even get to mention to you yet was Uh we are nothing but. Creatures of our own habit and predictable to a fault because we ended that panel much in the same way we end our shows. Exactly, we, we were wrapped that thing off. up. We basically right. had thirty three seconds all of a sudden to be like, okay, everybody, thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Wait, you're not really on the air, and people started. It was to hilarious. To take our chairs I meant to tell you <laughs> to that, and I word thought, word you know, word. we really end the show just yeah.
0: like
2: it is live yeah. or recording. And that's, it. <laughs> that's it. Bye. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it, it was interesting that uh, you know people started. Did, I mean, do you realize pe- that people started that coming closer and closer <laughs> into. Our our peripheral vision <laughs> Yeah, what they're what? making these motions Who's that of guy? like What's you're your, right. you're right yeah they they couldn't get us off and it but it was funny because uh as i right, thought that was really right funny when that movie ended I was just sitting there going, "What am I going to say?" Right. There's nothing to talk about right. with this movie, and and then I I thought, you know, we're we're going to go up there, we're going to have nothing to say, yeah. and everyone's going to go, "Oh, you have a podcast. This is great, great." Let me tune yeah, into that. I, I don't get to hear crickets chirping this often. <laughs>
1: exactly. No, but it wasn't like that at all. We, I mean, if no, you felt it, that it, way, it I had so really many well. things I couldn't yeah. I couldn't discern what to start with. Right. And and it's weird, not because I've thought a ton about Room Two Thirty Seven, but it's an. It's a little bit of an interesting segue because I feel like After Earth is a lot like Room Two Thirty Seven, subject-wise. There's there's a lot of dissection and application in 237 that's going into something, and this whole thing, like what we were talking about when we saw the film last night about this thought, being a I big you were Scientology just say film. They're
2: bad, or something no? Like <laughs> well, I mean they are that.
1: But this whole thing about how After Earth is really just this Scientology ad. Right and how there's a whole thing there to be introspected and looked at and and you know kind of investigated and it's
2: it's except that it's it's weird for uh, I guess from my perspective I really don't know anything about Scientology and uh, this will be a fun a, show apart oh, yeah. apart from the fact that uh, apparently they're all wacky I don't know let's <laughs> well, like not like you know I know that Tom Cruise has been on TV saying right. that. The entire field of psychology is <laughs> right. nonsensical. Right. I mean, I know things like that. Right. And, and I know that his well, his theory for saying that is apparently based on Scientology. Right. So I know that. But other than that, it's you know I I don't really know what they're um, about or anything. And yeah. so from from the perspective of not trying to know anything about Scientology right. and then watching the movie. It certainly doesn't feel like right. there's any ad doesn't, going yeah, on it doesn't for make it you want to go jump on a couch. It's, but. it's not like um you know, apparent there there's big things in the movie about, you know, be in the moment mm-hmm. that you're in, like right now. And Apparently, that somehow helps you not be afraid. I will. Yeah. So there, there is that stuff. And if you know that that's a big thing in Scientology, right. then it, and it probably screened. to you like right. feels like a commercial. Right. But just in general, just felt like For the average person some who stick the movie that. wanted to. When we get into me,
0: it, I'll,
1: I'll hit you with the three big things that stand out. And, you know, we don't have to talk tons about them because they'll be just three things. But I saw them and I was like, Wow, well, that's kind of. You know, it's kind of interesting. But anyway, we're going to try to stay to our, f- our format, but you might have stuff to say, but we'll give our reviews right off, right?
2: Yes. But the, before we jump into the movie, the, the things that I did want to say, you know, uh, obviously the chat room's open. If you happen to be listening live, the, the phones are open, the chat room's open. You jump in with your thoughts on right. on After Earth. And any other movies that you want to talk about that are out right now because, you know, a lot of people will probably – this is a week that people might actually ask us with the emails that we get, you know, hey, man, why are you doing this movie that's totally old? I can tell everybody. And Shane will tell you. He has no idea. No, because I've got, I've got an uh, idea. You know, there's like the internship, the purge. Uh, there are other movies we still haven't that done are at least two big ones closer to this, like Fast and Furious Six and, and Hangover, the Hangover Three. Room. And this is, you know, I feel like this is a week where you kind of separate the people who want to listen to us from the people who don't necessarily <laughs> want to listen to us, right? Yeah. Because if, you know, my we we always have to decide what we're going to do right and most of the time there's some actual decision yeah. going on right right it every week is not when the avengers comes out or whatever right. you know or or the next batman movie or something so most of the time there's at least a couple of movies that come out and i usually make the decision now sometimes i will just say i don't You'll care defer. You'll like, I, I you but i don't care me. do you yeah. do you care Sometimes it doesn't make any difference, but most of the time what's going on in my mind is if you want to listen to a podcast movie review of The Hangover 3, you are such a small demographic of person in the universe anyway. Because if you even want to see The Hangover 3, you're all you're yeah. already in one world, and if you're going to get anything from it, but what do you need a review of that movie for? Well, here's, and, and, okay.
1: <laughs> and I agree with that almost entirely except this push, which is – as a fan of reviews and critics anyway, and, and because I'm a fan of the genre, I love movies, so I'm a fan of that anyway. Right. I will read reviews for films that I have never seen from critics who I like because I like to hear what they have and to say. So, and even if it's a movie you're never going to see. Exactly, or if I'm behind in scenes. So there is a contingency there that would say, and this is patting ourselves on the back real hard and I'm not really <laughs> going to break my arm doing it, but maybe people tune in just to hear us. Espouse what we, you know, because they like
2: us, right? And I, and the I agree. that they're watching, <laughs> and in a way, I think that's why you
1: hate movies, right? Exactly.
2: <laughs> I, I actually agree, and I do the same thing. There are there. There's are not many, a but there's a few, few movie right. critics that I really like. That, you know, I will read the review of whatever movie it is, right. and if if what they happen to be reviewing right now is like Freddy Got Fingered or something, right? Then and it's probably not going to be their most interesting right. review, but. <laughs> right. You know, I will see what they have to say about it. Yeah. But if you have to a choice, yeah, why not make well, a choice towards something that maybe there's at least something to talk about, yeah. as opposed to now. Uh, in a kind of anti-defense to my own statement here, <laughs> yeah. I kind of did want to do Fast and Furious. Now I'm not sure, and, and that, won't and that see it and just then kinda... did not like.
1: We may still see out. it, and it might be one of these things where it isn't
2: the whole show, but it might
1: be 10 minutes of right. part of a show. You know, there were a couple right. films that I still think, when we do this, and unless, you know, and there are times where we basically collude together with what we're going to figure right, out, right. you know, there's a sense of agreement there, and sometimes it's, well, I really want to see this. And, and if that, and if uh, I ahead. and if I am like, dude, I cannot wait for us to do this show. You
2: are like, I don't care what well, this opens, we'll see that. Well, right. so, and, and it's so many things going on that it, you know we're oversimplifying it anyway. Right. I mean, sometimes it's what the studio just sends us to there, the movies right. to
1: because this also, week I still think, even though, and your argument was, I, I respected it and I thought it was you know true because we spent a fair amount of time talking about it last night anyway after the film. Even if this film stinks, After Earth, I mean. There's a lot to talk about. There's at least something, you know. To talk so, about. and in and in that and, regard, and that's, and not only that well, makes for a good discussion. Not so. only that,
2: but there's way more to talk about than I thought there was going to be because this is yet another movie where the trailer's kind of tricking you. Right. But the trailer does well, not we give could, you yeah. exactly what it's about. So, what I thought we were going to have to talk about, right. you know, there's actually even way more stuff and different stuff anyway. But anyway, and before we completely jump into it, I did just want to also throw out there that. Um, Once again, if you happen to be somewhere where Violet and Daisy is playing, because that opened on Friday but is very limited. But that is a very cool movie. Um, And I mentioned that last week, and I won't go all through it again. But, you know, it's just different and weird and fun. And and that's a movie where uh, it's very strange because it's young girls who are assassins. So that's not necessarily the movie that you want to recommend to – your mom or whatever, you know, every right. random person on the street. It's yeah. very strange. But even if you don't like it, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. Yeah. Even if That's it's cool. like at the end you go, ah, eh, that wasn't so great. But still, while you were watching it, there's there's a lot of interesting stuff in it. And James Gandolfini is really cool in it. And, it, you know, I <laughs> – That bummed me out. Like I said, I went through it before. But, you know, he's basically the guy who wants to get killed. Right. And these two girls, as assassins, show up to be the person who kills them, and it's just like I, I this weird bumbling affair yeah. of. Then they start going. Well, why does he want us to kill? I, you know, I don't feel right about it. Right now yeah. that he wants us to affair. do it, and, it, and yeah. it's very, it's very strange, but it's fun and it's different. I've,
0: I've
1: long had this thing that you know of, and I'll just remind them that I felt that it was in his contract that he was going to show up right. In, right. The back, had had in, in a back. and because he's been in a robe and everything right. we've seen him in over the last couple of years.
2: So when I asked you, was well, he in a this, robe? Well, this is and not big. And you thought for big, a second, so you maybe, went, he, no. maybe he's got kind of a different contract or that something." Me that's uh That's his separate, you know, I Warner really Brothers hope. contract or yeah. who knows, whatever <laughs> it is, right? That's cool. He's got a, yeah. a he's got a ten movie deal with somebody where yeah. where that's in there, but this just is outside right. the scope of that. Who that's knows? Funny. But anyway, um, and one other thing that I did want to mention is. Uh, you know, if you're listening to us, if you, if you dig the show, then we love you and you're, right. you're among the best people in the world. You're getting Christmas cards. And uh, the thing that I wanted to say is, you know, there's as stuff comes out on DVD, mm-hmm. there is, uh, you know, some interesting things coming out right now, like Odds Great and Powerful and uh, uh, Jack the Giant Killer. Is that coming it out is, now? Wow. Uh, it coming out pretty quick. Uh, either either on Tuesday or the week after Tuesday. Something wow, like that, that doesn't I seem think. like we reviewed that, but, that uh, far ago. Yeah, that that comes did. out pretty quick. So as stuff is coming wow. out, you know, available, we probably did it. So yeah. you know, head back and if right. you happen to miss that show, then wow, I can't that's, that stuff That's a good out. time to you know go back and and see. Yeah, if you should buy it. Right, that's weird. That doesn't seem so far ago. And and I think that's about it. So we should uh jump into After Earth. And now if yeah. you've been tuning in for a while and maybe you missed our last show or whatever, uh right. we we've basically decided that we're gonna switch around kind of the format and instead of running out of time every week and just going, <laughs> Bam, this is our star rating, right. we're gonna start out with our star rating. Right. And then run from there. Yeah. So and then what we're going to do is we're going to check the statistics on the show for the next month yeah. or so and see, see how it see if everybody if, favorable, if, if everybody tunes out thing, as right. soon as we give them uh, I hope not. I think that would be hilarious. That would Did be really funny. Listening to it? Oh, he gave it 3 stars. Well, I'm done. Every 16 minutes <laughs> it's just all.
1: dropping that's call. That's yeah. Do that do. would be really funny.
2: So after Earth um like I said this one is a little bit of a trick in the trailer. I felt like anyway. Yeah. Um it's it's not as straightforward a game as what the trailer kind of makes out. And, you know, the other thing about it that I felt like was a little bit of a, a trick. I mean, clearly the big trick is that this movie is really for much younger audiences than it's trying to sell you on. I don't think, I don't think this movie plays in any way. Um, I mean, maybe this is not what they were trying to do. Uh, maybe right. they were trying to make a movie for like thirty year olds or or, or whatever exact right. demographic you know the ever popular like eighteen to 18 30 to thirty nine or whatever nine it is. or whatever. Yeah. It is. Maybe they think that's what it is, but they're wrong. I mean, it's just, it's <laughs> well, just this not. The, this the, the, might be what they're yeah. trying
1: to do. Again, we saw this film last night. We're, we'll get to the you know our first review, real our rating of it, real quick. But we saw it last night. It wasn't in three D, which was actually a little surprising. Not that we didn't see right. it in 3D, but it, just, it wasn't in 3D here. Right. So um, we literally just saw it. And then when we walked out, we had a bunch of different things we were talking about. But this was one of the you know, foundation stones that we were really building, which was this really isn't a film for our age group.
2: No, not, not at no. all.
1: And, uh, and And when you think about it like that in reverse, actually, a lot of the stuff makes a little bit more sense about how I mean, I still don't think they made it consciously for that, but it seems to have been marketed yeah, that I way for I that. Don't, I
2: don't know. But it's just looking backwards, man, it's and, kinda weird the way and, it works. And the out final like uh, trick of the trailer, I think, is that uh you don't really get as much of a delivery from Will Smith as you might think you're going to. Right. I mean he's he's in it, he's on screen plenty. He's like it, it's it's not like he's not there and we're just watching right. Jaden Smith for huge amounts of time. Right. But he's injured and he doesn't he exactly have he a lot to yeah. do and you know, <laughs> a lot of it is, you know convincing us that he's about to fall asleep because right. he's watching because him of plane. blood loss or whatever. Right. Oh that yeah. And uh and anyway I just thought it it, it sells it a little differently. Right. right. So um Yeah. Before we even get into anything else, I guess we'll just throw the ratings out there. Right. I feel I, I am very, very torn with this movie.
0: Actually, <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I feel like what I what I want to give it is like one and a half, yeah. may, maybe two, right? But but right around like one and a half. But then there's also this other part of me that kind of thinks it if it just were like slightly different and they just were okay with the fact that really this movie is for like 15 year olds. Mm-hmm. I would be so much more okay with it. I, you know, I right. would if they would just kind of get behind what the movie actually is, yeah, instead of what they want it to be. I guess if they'd have, right. if they'd have looked at the final cut afterwards and then went, well, you know what we got here, right? We've got to a, quickly bring that and let's just, and just do it. it, right? I would have been like, you know, three, three and a half, something. I mean, it's it. it I think. For about a you know I, I don't even know like thirteen to fifteen year old mm-hmm. kid or something, it it actually would not be that bad. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a, a a fun slick little thing that is some sort of young adult novel about you know there's if you if you even go to the, it's weird because if you just outlined this and took out all the space and everything and just Basically, the trials and tribulations of what this kid has to do mm-hmm. and, and work that into the outline of a young adult novel. It's about half of the young adult novel section. Yeah, right. There. I mean, that's, that's yeah. what they're all about. Right. And it just here's another one. And we made it a movie. Right. Except that it. It, it weirdly sells itself as something else.
1: So are you taking your review from it could could have been three if it had just been – if you'd been more aware of the marketing of it versus what you thought it was and you're going to cut it in the middle? Or where are you
2: going with – No, I think I – Because I hear one and a half to three. I, I think I have to end up in the final analysis what the movie actually is, I guess. Right. I think really – not only would they have had to rebrand it maybe but they'd have had to like do some editing and yeah and maybe change a really, couple of yeah. scenes cuz
1: it's not just walking in and, and being like just don't think it's mature it's it, not right, reservoir right, dogs right, right. you know and be like oh that's that's all it takes like that's the <laughs> right.
2: key you know um so you are no because they didn't do it i mean right. I, I think i just have to go with one and a half because right. it it just has all the problems that they have that it has and the fact that i can try to build it differently in my mind after watching it is not something that I can give it credit for. Right. Right.
1: Well, and there were some, we'll get to it. There were some positive things that we were talking about and my review is one, you know, my review is one star, you know, it's just, we'll get into
2: all of the semantics of it, but
1: it's just not that good. No,
2: it's, it's, uh, it's really bad in a lot of ways. And you know, the thing that, uh, as we were talking about this last night we went off on about a jillion different tangents and and one of them was we were talking about Ender's game and and my curious reaction to how you can make a movie out of something that's essentially a magic trick and once people know how the magic trick's done why do you want right. to watch a movie about it like you know, I really like the book Ender's Game. I cannot imagine reading it again. Why would you read it again? Right. There's <laughs> yeah, you know You know the trick. So yeah. um but on the other hand, you were saying you kinda just or at least this is what I was taking from what you were saying, you just kinda like the fact that they're making it anyway, because at least they're not making the Brady bunch again. Right. And maybe they will go into maybe that will work, maybe they will get into some other things maybe yeah. maybe the fact that that can get some people into seats will mean that not every science fiction movie we see has to be garbage right, right? and maybe yeah. they will you know maybe we'll get a foundation series movie exactly or, or, or something, something like that right in
1: in in any in in some regards yeah i would rather see them make something new that has just been for some strange reason not touched like right. they've never even tried to make this film but it would be cool to see the repercussions if they could do it. You know, The downside to it is that they make it a lot like Philip Pullman's Golden Compass, and the movie is right. so awkward right. and doesn't work for all the decisions that they've made. Not casting, but just all the weird decisions. And then what you find is it doesn't make anybody want to read the books. Right. It doesn't make anybody want and, to sign on to do and, the and other so, books. And so
2: that is that you is know, the like, other film. Uh, so that's just one more thing that's against this movie to me. Well, yeah, and, I mean, there's you know, a It's, yeah, there's it's, a it's funny that there. you mentioned the Golden Compass because the Golden Compass movie. Which I like those books. Okay, I didn't. They're all right. I, I didn't love them or anything, but you know they're at least they're pretty interesting for mm-hmm. something to like give your kids a read right. and and get them into something. But I thought it was funny with the Golden Compass that the movie was so bad that the church was only half-hearted. They just were like, we it, have it, to contest this. Right. We're not going to get rid. Really but they didn't it. really care. They're yeah. like, whatever. <laughs> well,
1: if it, you know, if they make Enders Game and it's really great, and well, I mean, they've made. You know, it's not like will they make it. You know, when it's out. If it's really great, you know, maybe it'll get a lot of people who've never read the book to read the book, and that will open up a whole avenue of people who. Although that will be other things, that would be a little strange. (laughs) That would be weird too. But anyway, but yeah, my big thing is I don't want to see another version of, uh, you know, anything that's already been done, redone, recast.ed With Will Smith, Land of the law. or yeah, I don't want to see or another (laughs) you know another Planet of the Apes, or I don't want to see another
2: Space Race or whatever. Just
1: make new things and that's okay.
2: And so now we do so that and this is what you get. Well, you get after earth cuz that's a new thing. And that's thing. okay.
1: It's a, well, yeah. it's an old thing. This is Dianetics.
2: <laughs> <Well, laughs> anyway, so um so the movie uh kicks off for uh, those who don't know, right, with right. Uh, Will Smith and and what you don't really get any sort of feel for in the trailer is that the whole basis for everything basically, right? right is some sort of alien race created some monster creature. Called the Ursa. Right. Yeah. In order to kill humans so that they would just, whatever this alien race is that you never get into at all, Mm -hmm. they would just dump these creatures wherever there were humans. Yep. And they created them like who knows, you know, in a lab, whatever they did. Uh, to where these creatures can smell your fear. Right. So when you're afraid, you release your pheromones, pheromones and, and, they and come your and... your body does what it does, and it and, and whatever, and then that's how they find you. Right. So these creatures, for whatever they're blind, but they for can smell whatever reason, afraid. we wanted to make creatures that were basically blind. Mm-hmm. And uh, and somehow, apart from killing humans, can function otherwise right. in, in the universe, right. right? Can still exist and move around and you right. Know, uh, whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, but that's their thing: is that and, and that they can, you know, see your fear or smell your fear, whatever, right? Whatever way they get to you and kill you <laughs> because you're afraid. And so, the response to this is that we've trained warriors to be none afraid fearless yeah and then they are invisible right. to these creatures and we call that ghosting right and will smith is a general and a superhero and a the, whatever yeah. awesome military person that he is and you know he he can do this mm-hmm. and, and there's there's something about there's something just like out in the periphery of of anything we actually get, where once you get to be a ranger right. who can ghost, right. then you're just kind of a, a different person. You're you're in a different level, and right. you're, it's it's your own kind of superpower that you cannot be afraid. Yeah. And Jaden Smith obviously is Will Smith's son. Who's a cadet trying to be a ranger like his dad, but can't do this. And then we we also have to we have this crazy backstory of uh, Will Smith's daughter was, uh, I think, a ranger. She's got the suit on. Um, Maybe she's not. Who knows? Doesn't really matter. But she is alone with Jaden Smith's character when an Ursa shows up. Like in their and, apartment, just like, yeah, is, like a land shark like, from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it's and just, like it's at the door and then exactly what is supposed to yeah. be happening there. They're on some other planet or it was a long time ago. God knows what's going on. Right. And uh, it's coming and she puts Jane Smith in this little glass terrarium. Glass terrarium. Like it, yeah. I mean, it's actually it's, pretty big. But yeah. It's, it's some sort of terrarium thing because it looks like they're on kind of a desert planet, whatever. Right. So she puts him in there because then it won't be able to smell him because he's, like, encased in the glass, Mm -hmm. and if he's afraid, it won't know. Right. And it proceeds to kill Big Sister, and then obviously we have the same sort of family weird daddy drama issues that you would expect to be in any other movie where a sibling was killed. and Dad wasn't there. the, The dad... The dad theoretically sort of blames the son, except really it may just be more that the son thinks that the dad right. blames the son right. and, you know, back and forth, back and forth. And everyone's got tons of issues about it. Right. And and as, as the movie actually starts out, we get – we're at a point where uh, Will Smith is going to take – his son on a mission that's supposed to be like a milk run It seems you know like. it's 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 Gilligan's Island right right it's we're on a three-hour tour right. and it's something that's supposed to be totally easy mm-hmm. and not mean anything but we run into this freak asteroid storm craziness where mm-hmm. they throw out a bunch of scientific words purely on the hope that you won't care if they mean anything or right. not just so that we can have the excuse to crash land right and we end up crash landing on Earth, which mm-hmm. is like the worst place ever. And and here's where it's kind of weird because the trailer sells this as though everything on this planet evolved to kill humans. Right. By a voiceover from which is Will. Which not exactly it's the not way that remotely. it exists, right? Yeah. The problem is this Ursa thing that we didn't want to mention in the trailers, mm-hmm. and and that's the real problem. I mean I right. sure there's lots of wild animals obviously because right. there's no people sure. there. But did everything on the planet evolve to kill humans? Right. No. Right. I mean that it's just that uh big giant animals with pointy teeth in some sense evolved to kill humans right. Right. <laughs> like just like all the others. Anyway, um but it's you know it's still dangerous to be there. And so they're transporting one of these ursas because they're gonna use it for practice. Right. Of, it's of still coasting. It's, right. like, it's trained. like a baby. Yeah it's, yeah, it's in this weird shell mm-hmm. cagey thing, whatever the heck it's supposed to be. Which, by
1: the way, was one of the most entertaining uh snippets of the film for me. When Jaden Smith leaves when his seat and up, finds yep. that it's there, goes through the seat goes through the border that says restricted access and it's where some soldiers are guarding this thing until they can land. And they realize, and they taunt, him they taunt into, him. They're like, "Hey, get closer to it." Yeah. Like, and they, and then that's when the exposition of the story from this one soldier. in – I thought that was great. Especially, like, it was actually really fun,
2: especially with, uh, you know, he's supposed to be a cadet, right? Um, and even from the very beginning of this movie, right? Nothing could be more obvious. From the time you sit down, uh, I mean, from right. the time it starts. Nothing could be more obvious than that. Eventually, he's going to get there, right? Right. So as a kind of a necessary step in talking about that fact, this was, I thought, a really good scene. I thought it was a really good scene. And they know that he's a cadet. They're all rangers. It's this semi-normal, taunting, hazy kind of stuff that's that's going on. only it you know it comes across pretty well yeah. and it's one of the only times in the whole movie that I got anything from Jaden Smith at yeah. all and you know if, since we're just jumping around anyway he is so bad in this movie <laughs> yeah. that it's it, it's yeah. seriously not even funny how bad he is especially yeah. in a lot of parts you know when when the shit starts going down in the ship, right, and it looks like really bad stuff is happening in the ship. He's like one of the only people strapped into anything because everybody else is running around trying to you know get emergency stuff done or whatever, yeah. so he's strapped in he's got his oxygen oxygen mask on, and then finally Will Smith comes back around and he's like trying to calm him down uh-huh. and he is the worst fake, scared person uh-huh. I think I've ever seen. Every once in a while, you'll be watching like some sort of sitcom or something, and there's like a drama class going on, right? And you will see (laughs) people acting really badly, and that's like the whole point, right? They'll be going, "Okay, now act like this happened," and then the joke is like that they act really horribly. Yeah, and he's worse than those. (laughs) I mean, it is just yeah, I agree. It's depressing to watch the thing because. And, you know, we talked about this a lot. Like it, it started to actually really irritate me that he couldn't act like a scared person because I started to think, you know what? If my dad was Will Smith and and I had spent you know, every second of my life up to the time that I'm like 14 or 15 or what, whatever he is, right. I, I, I don't know how old he is. I think he's 15. If I had spent like every second of my life with like four big giant bodyguards around me, <laughs> what are you got to be afraid I of? I probably right? yeah. wouldn't know what it was like to be scared. Right. And the fact that he could not just figure out being scared of something in a way that looked anything like real. Yeah just started to get irritating and that's yeah. so early in the movie right and then we jump forward uh a little ways there's another scene where um now he's kind of trying to come to terms with his issues and he's having this argument even though he's by himself but he's talking to his dad over you know the radio right and he's yelling at his dad and and it it all kind of comes to a head with this whole thing about when his sister was killed and 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 he says what was i supposed to do or something right and will smith i thought really kind of uh, a great line right there was what do you think you should have done right. that's the only thing that, All matters that matters is what do you think you should have done yeah. and i'm like you know what that's actually a really good line and it's a smarter line than this film deserves kind right. of and yet it's in the middle of jaden smith Right. Temperature. Throwing a, throwing a little tantrum right. and doing it really, really badly. Yeah. In between, he had some moments where he was yeah. okay. But man, it was just such a giant thing in this movie to have to deal with how bad he was acting. And you don't often get that, actually. I mean, right. you, you don't often get a movie where somebody is acting so badly. That it becomes like your main focus when you're watching the movie. Right. It's like you can hardly even pay attention to all the stuff that's going on. You know, here come these big baboons attacking him and stuff. Right, and you're going, man, like you just can't get like yeah. around it. It was it yeah. was awful. But anyway, all right. So, so b- the, back to
1: yeah, the summary, which is the so he goes out and calms his kid down that's where you were.
2: Right. And then, and then basically the ship starts falling apart and they have to crash land. The Mm -hmm. ship's about to break up in space. They have to go somewhere and where they end up going is earth. And it's, uh, they don't know that at first. It's just a planet that's, they I, I don't even know there's like a warning right. on the planet it's like a forbidden that you planet, not, but it was yeah. atmospherically a little close. but, but so. you shouldn't go there, whatever right. so they crash land and basically there uh everyone dies except for Will Smith and his son and the uh the Ursa thing was in the tail of the ship, yeah, they're in the front of the ship, the ship broke in half, and it's uh you know it's a couple of days. March right. to the other part of the ship where the beacon is, because and, their beacon is broken. And, and right and in, the, fr- the, in the front of the ship, there's this super beacon, mm-hmm. whatever it is, that will that will send the yeah. signal to everyone in the universe or something. Right. <laughs> and theirs is broken, and Will Smith breaks both his legs, one of them really bad, and uh, to the point that he's bleeding all over. Right. He 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 tries to like jimmy rig this arterial shunt thing yeah that was and that you know with like limited success who knows but he's out of the picture so you know Jaden smith Jaden, Jaden has, you know? has to go make this trek through the forest and he's got his weird magical pull weapon that uh cutlass he's got a, it, he's got it, a yeah um, it's it's called a cutlass but it's like uh it's uh, it's the one uh, Sith lord. Yeah, it's like Darth Maul's double bladed thing, but it <laughs> right. can it can change the blades. But, but you at, can you can push different buttons on right. it, and different shaped blades right. come out. Curved for blades, uses straight They can be kind of hook like yeah. when you're trying to climb out of things. Which whatever. is what we
1: said also. Which which, which,
2: I, which I don't know why that makes. If any you've
1: sense. got what, right, we both came to this outside too. Where if you've got all this technology to do all these things, and all you can hand me is a katana sword. You know, I right. want some laser weapons uh, and shields uh, and right. something a little bit different.
2: Right. So uh, so he's got to go get the thing. And then right. the uh, the air is not quite breathable enough. Right. So they have this special liquid stuff that you have to suck into your lungs. And it's like once a day right. you have to take this thing and that – this weird liquid coats your Equalizes lungs. whatever. And helps yeah. you extract air and so you can breathe the air out there whatever. Right. And so he's only got so many of them. He has to make it so far through the mm-hmm. crazy jungle. We don't know for sure whether the Earth is out there or not. Right. And even if it's not, there's right. enough dangerous stuff going on mm-hmm. that, that it's uh, a big, bad thing. Right. And there's no help. It's, right, right. it's not like once he's out there, if something goes wrong, he's, yeah, that's it. That there, can't there's, come. There's no one else. Right. And he's and, already a failed like a soldier. He's still a cadet because he couldn't pass his test. Right. He did not, that's true. The movie does kind of kick off with, uh, he's very upset that dad is coming back and he wanted to be a ranger by the time dad came back, but he, you know, he wasn't ready. Right. I don't know. It It was actually a very strange scene where once again, he was, acting in a very yeah. odd way when he's talking to like his commander or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he's gotta make this huge trek. He's got nothing but like this little tiny pack on his back with a little med kit and his little breathing things and his his magic katana sword Cutlass thing. thing yeah. And and he's gotta he's gotta make this this big uh trip and <clears throat> there it, like it's not bad enough that there are plenty of animals all over the place that will kill you. Yep. But also the earth freezes every night, right? And and drops to apparently like insanely cold temperatures and there are And you can't survive. And there are little heat there are all Think these little hot spots places yeah. where you can <clears throat> i mean there's there's different versions but in you know in one he kind of climbs through a piece of a cave right and then they're like close enough to a volcano that he doesn't yeah. have to go very far down before there's you know there's a lava flow there's down like there so yeah right and so every night you got to make it to one of those. Right. And then, you know, you can't have anything happen to where you don't make it to that by night or you're dead. Right. And you can't run out of your little air things or you're dead. And right. every other creature you meet <laughs> is about to kill you. Right. And he's got to make it to the other side of the the other part of the ship and get the thing so he can set off the SOS. Meanwhile, potentially, he's heading right to where the ursa is right. because that's where it was and you know we start off where Will Smith says, you know, it's probably dead. Right, there are three things. It's and if it's not dead, dead, then it's injured and and it's not interested and, and, in you and and right. isn't right, isn't going to be worried about and the far right, it's more very unlikely that it's alive and healthy and is hungry. that it's after you, <laughs> Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. And, and so obviously we know we're at the movies and we know which we know the likelihood of right. likely things yeah. in movies, <laughs> right. right? So we know that yeah. that's the one. And all the while, so it's like this big track and like I said, this is, you know, this is the outline of of basically every other story there's ever been. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's it's our journey yep. to adulthood right. really. Right. He's, he's on his
1: vision quest. He's on a
2: knight's quest basically
1: <laughs> right. to get right. the slay the dragon and get the magic egg to protect the king and right. rescue the you know. And, everything, and, basically.
2: right. Me. so meanwhile Will Smith has uh, his, this special suit that he's got on has cameras everywhere and everything like that so Will Smith can kind of be back at mission control watching all around. They send out all these probes so that there are cameras like everywhere along the Trail, mm-hmm. so Will Smith is can kind of guide him and everything, right. and there are obviously the normal problems that you know are going to happen with with such things, yeah. and and so that's I mean that's like your movie right, that's and the and the whole thing always stems from uh, or or is always kind of driven by, um, as this is going on, Jaden Smith is like at. at odds with himself because, you know, he still wants to just master this whole not being afraid thing. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, he is about the scaredest 14-year-old kid you've ever seen. Right. Especially given the fact that he's supposedly gone through a bunch of training and who knows what. But it's like as soon as something bad happens and he starts getting chased, man, he freaks out like – yeah like nobody's business and and he kind of goes nuts and yet he's he's still kind of battling with himself about how he's not supposed to be afraid right and there's your movie right <laughs>
1: some of the stuff that works best is when jaden smith is not in control when he's a reactionary force um to what's happening and that's because again there's a lot of experience surrounding him the film is, whether you right, like it or not, exactly. I mean, you can look at the film a couple different ways. I can't see it in any other way except for a gift from his father to his son to try to establish him in the role that he has been graded you know, for two decades, which is a movie star. Right. When, when there's exposition, like we talked about the scene where he encounters the Ursa with the other soldiers, and that's a great moment, but that's facilitated by those other soldiers. All he has to do is keep slowly walking forward to test right, himself. Right, right. But it's great because the other guy's doing all the action for him. There's a there's a good scene. It's not the greatest of scenes, but it's it's a good scene with um, Katai is Jaden's name with his mother and Will Smith talking to each other about you know your kid needs a father. He doesn't need a general right now. Right. That scene is really good, yeah. and that's because they're both great at acting. They can right. convey they're, that and she they're says, doing it. your son is hurting and he's confused and he's reading the books that you like right now and he's trying to be you and he's trying to reach out to you. You
2: need to reach to him as a father and that whole scene works. And, and you know, that scene even works and I gotta give credit to Will Smith in that scene because that scene works and Will Smith kind of pulls it off even in spite of the fact that what this movie does with his character mm-hmm. is basically kind of go... What makes – I want a guy who's like uber-military. He's right. like the most military guy there could be in the universe, right? Right. In the whole history of mankind, he's the most military. How do we do that? He's an asshole. Yeah. That's what that means. He shuts down. That's what right. that means. Right. To be really, really a guy who's in the military uh-huh. and there's no mistake about it is just you're a jerk. Right. And, and Will Smith still kind of fights his way through that. Mm-hmm. And gives you something that you can still attach yourself to and get something out of it. I agree, and there's a bit of the story there
1: to facilitate that too. He's been this longtime career guy, and he tells his wife, who he's come home to see for the first time in a while, that this is my last milk run. This is my last job. I'm retiring after that because I want to be with my family. Like There's that facilitating thing where he's like, I'm tired of being this. I'm not sure if I can be a father and a husband but i want to try because i'm right. i'm too much of this guy now. Right. So and i we had talked about one of the more interesting things for me my perspective was not because i wanted to see will smith take over this film but because it's a much more interesting story to take a guy who has literally, you know, perfectly conquered fear. He's not afraid of anything. And how does that extrapolate into his family? Like cuz right. that is a
2: big heartwarming, affecting and, story. And midway through the movie, just about midway anyway, somewhere right around there, there's a there's a part of the movie, like we talked about this before, there's a part where you feel like what you're going to start getting right. is a little bit of just him thinking about everything and not just the fact that he's like remembering stuff that happens because he gets a lot of these weird like delirium flashbacks flash, and stuff. Yeah. And he, like, fights against having them, and clearly he fights against having them because they will make him more afraid of the fact that his Mm -hmm. son is out there and could die. Right. And then you've got this whole, not only do you have, you know, is there a difference between being afraid for yourself and being afraid for someone else, and and which one will make you invisible, or will they both, or, you know, whatever. But there's also just this uh, part you thought you were kind of going to, get a little exposition on now that he's not afraid of anything, what did that do to him? Right. And, and what does that do? What, what does that make you right. as a normal person? And how does that change you and stuff? And then just at like the last second, the movie like shoots to just the left does it right. and just goes, yeah. no, but we're not really right. going to do that. And you don't really get any of that. And, yeah. and it's a weird turn in the movie where you can feel the movie just go, nah, no, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah and, Maybe but not. And that yeah. that's a that's a weird thing yeah. to feel in a movie too. But uh, you know, also going back to uh Jaden Smith when you were talking about, you know, when he is okay, mm-hmm. when he is not so bad that it's irritating, is when he's got other people to work with. Yeah. And clearly By definition, he's not going to have other people to work with a lot. And you know where it really stood out for me that it was just insane how (laughs) much he should not be an actor? Where? Because you know what was a good scene for me that I really liked (laughs) was when he wakes up in this bird's nest. Right. And then these uh, like weird cougary whatever kind of creatures start attacking to get like the bird's eggs. And then the bird comes back. But he's in there now for some reason. The bird like Uh snatched him up and like saved him. Right. Uh, as far as the bird thinks, it saved him, I guess. I thought the bird brought him to yeah. have the kids eat him. So did I at first. Like, that's but clearly it. that's – I don't know. Maybe well, he, well, I don't, he changed yeah, I his suspect, mind afterwards or right. whatever. But anyway, <laughs> there's there's a weird bird thing. Yeah. But he, there's this big nest. The bird is gone. There's eggs. These cougars come to attack, and he tries to protect them and, and right. kill the cougars and everything. And then the bird finally comes back and starts taking out some of the cougars also. With them, right? Yep. And that whole scene, I'm like going, you know, Jaden Smith is the worst actor in this scene. <laughs> the scene. And CGI bird There's a bunch of eggs cougars, and and a, cougars. And they are completely outshining him. The bird, and not only, but seriously, they are doing acting. <laughs> well, what's funny is the that bird, bird shows bird,
1: real rage and, you know, anguish because the babies are dead. Right. And, and that, that bird is emoting. And, and the more, bird. You're a horrible man
2: for the bird, that. The bird actually no. gets rid of one of the cougars. Yep then stops and comes back and looks in at Jaden Smith and, and the bird goes, Oh, well, okay. Mm-hmm. Cause you're, you're helping out. So then the bird takes off. Right. And I'm like, I believe the bird more.
1: Right. I'm, like,
2: <laughs> I believe the bird was thinking. Yeah. That. yeah. And then after that, it's actually, it's a very strange kind of thing because it doesn't feel like it fits with very much of the movie. What it fits with is, uh, some probably really good non-existent young adult novel that mm-hmm. that has other themes that it's trying to to develop and is working harder to do them, but all of a sudden later on the bird does save Jane yeah. Smith because it and it see, at one point sees him defending the eggs
1: right the, the, and there actually some of them are hatched it, it, like the it, little It gets baby to birds, this
2: so. weird enough point right. that uh, <laughs> that Jane Smith does actually. I don't know if he actually saves any babies, but he tries really he hard tried, to save yeah. the babies, and who knows what exactly happens. Right. But then he gets to a place where he is surprised by the night mm-hmm. coming up because he fell asleep, or who knows right, and then hes you know he's just going to freeze to death and right. And someone saves him, and we don't know until right. it's the bird like basically gives its life, lays over him to end yeah to keep him alive. Why the bird didn't just and I'm fly like fly him back to the nest I'm like I, what you know? is that wow. uh, and that whole scene, which you know you have to kind of look at that scene and go, well, I mean, okay, it's not the most original thing that ever right. happened, right, but it's clearly something from like a young adult novel, right it it right? does it's up. not something that's from. The movie An would adult have, movie. You know, there's enough stuff to, if you want to say
1: that Earth's atmosphere is no longer hosp, you know, hospitable, or that we've been as human beings away from the planet so long that we've become, you know, when they when they finally land,
2: we're the aliens,
1: right? When we, when they finally land, you know, again, Will Smith is in his kind of general's chair. It's the only thing it doesn't do is swivel around, but he's got everything at his disposal, like what you said, he's got a million cameras to see. He says that the kid's um, cadet suit, the the space suit, has all these different things, and he can see everything, and even everything he can't see. So he's going to guide him and be like this right, all there's father. there's cameras
2: on his back everywhere, wherever, right? Where he can see everything. And
1: and there's you know there's all this stuff going on where the planet is you know totally inhospitable, and everything's evolved to kill everything, and there's millions of dangers, and we got the Ursa, and there's a there's a freezing night every night. Right. You know, look, you could have just taken away the ever freezing night and still had a dangerous planet right you could have even still taken away everything has evolved to kill you and the ever freezing night, but see and you just have stranger in a strange world, but, like everything is gonna hurt him anyway, but they try to
2: push all but this see extra here's thing. here's the thing where uh that that I, for me, I think where this movie went completely wrong, and we don't have that much right. time anyway, so we gotta you know a lot of things to hate about this movie and not a lot of. <laughs> Time right. to get there or whatever, but the thing that I, I think really threw this movie for me uh, completely out of control and what made this movie horrible is that this is a movie that's built on a few key ideas that you had, and then whatever it takes to get there, that's is what you do. This is interesting, and because if we, were, I'm not
1: going to cut you off, but as we get close to time, I'll briefly mention where this comes from Scientology. Because this is exactly it. There are a few key tenets that drive this movie
2: that are based in Scientology, and that's the story. This is this explains well, well, where we came up with the idea. I don't even know if they necessarily have anything to do with Scientology. But what what I'm talking about is there were as you're piecing this movie together, and you know, we should say maybe that this is. Credited as being based on the story story by Will Smith, Smith, whatever that might mean. Who knows what part of it he came up with But then the screenplay is is by M. Night and a couple of other people who who put it together who knows and and where this goes wrong For me is that, you know, we have a couple of things we have like this very basic outline We we have some stuff that we thought, you know, I want to make sure this happens and then we make the story by going However, how we can fill it. However, you can do that. Like, you know, they they have this thing where they want this bird to save him. Right. So then we have to have the freezing night. Right. Right. I mean, so that's the The the, the theory that I want to put out there is this bird lays down its life to save Jaden Smith Because it feels grateful to him or whatever. So now we have to have this freezing night if the freezing night makes no sense and the fact that the world is green in the morning right. doesn't make All sense. again, right? That's just too bad, right? right? And then it's like every single step of the way, you know, it's just going to be whatever works for me right now to make it happen. And there's nothing I hate worse, and and we've talked about this plenty of times, than a movie that's in the future, <laughs> that's a future that does not make any sense, right? It's technology, right? They have all of this crazy crap that things can do. And, you know, we mentioned a couple of these before when we were talking about, you know, you've got he's wearing a suit that yeah. somehow can tell that something is approaching him. Even when, you know, uh, uh, Will Smith back at Space right. Command doesn't know right. yet that right. something's coming. But his suit knows and it, it changes change, and it changes color. Right. But it can't keep him warm. Right, and that nothing I think could be or nothing could be more ridiculous than that. I that, would love this whole suit. Clothes look, it, that keep you warm right. is the first <laughs> That's step yeah, in really the chain, that.
1: right? Or even to one, one another. Just taking that one step further. Look, we've got ursus, and they're a big problem for our race, specifically. We've got these awesome smart suits that cover everything but our face, our fingers and our f- and they cover our feet. Right. Why don't you just build a glove so I don't sweat pheromones so this thing can't find right. me?
2: I mean, how f- and, hard is that? And to not come up and with? not only that, but well, and see that's that's the thing where it's like this is a movie where you just if you're going to like well, this we just have to let everything go. No. We, can, we can have these little things right. that we breathe in right. so that we can breathe other air, but we can't take like a shot so that we don't All produce right. those pheromones anymore right. or I mean, something. <laughs> right, I mean, exactly.
1: We haven't got much time, and I don't know that we have to really go over. I'm going to hit this in a bullet point kind of fashion, and this might – maybe this will sound forced, and maybe it will kind of click. There's a couple of big things about Scientology. One of the biggest things is mastering your emotions, controlling your fear. And I'm not applying this to the movie. I'm just saying this is what it is. And you're going to see where Will Smith had an idea for the story that others fleshed out. One of the big things that they want you to do in Scientology is to overcome your emotions, master your fear, and to basically take, whether it's your past lives, which they believe you have, but all of your mistakes, all of your anguish, everything that you've had in your past that leads up to now – that controls controls you emotionally Get control of that Okay, so to me that basically says Look, what we're going to do is we're going to create a, a fear-based monster because this is the biggest Tenet that we're trying to overcome in our religion right. And we're going to make a monster that represents that That's a very easy jump for me Right. One of the other things that is huge In Scientology Although since We
2: just saw room 237 I have to, I know, I have I'm to saying, be very suspicious this
1: is, of all the things
2: This is why I linked them 45
1: okay. minutes ago I said This is very interesting, we're seeing both of these Another big thing, and there's only two more, another big thing that's huge in Scientology, and you've probably heard this, um, it's, it's called auditing. When you become into the, when you get into the Church of Scientology, you go through this huge interview process. And when you're being interviewed for hours about your life, your mistakes, your, you know, your dreams, all of these things, you're hooked up to a machine called an e-meter. And it measures all kinds of different things from thetans, which they believe in, which is energy that I'll explain in a second, To just your range of emotions. When you're auditing yourself, you're also you're supposed to be conscious of trying to calm yourself down, because what you want to do is you want to answer all of these things that are very personal and, you know, frightening or sad or elating. And you want to keep your e meters kind of leveled out. You want to be in control of your emotions. All of the stuff that he's got, the suit that you just explained, is a walking e-meter. It is a constant register of Jaden Smith's heart rate because he knows when his son is lying to him when later there's a problem with the breathable things.
2: right? But he doesn't
1: call him on it, but he's he's auditing that. And he's always telling his son, take a knee, be mindful of where – and it's not Jedi stuff, but it's – and it's kind of actually cool moments where he's talking. But that is Scientology dictation right there. He's like, take a knee, be mindful, what do you see? And then the first time we see that happen – actually kind of liked it when he did and he first walks out onto the planet and he goes, I feel heavier. And his father goes, right, "Right, right. the gravity here is bigger. You're doing a good job. Tell me more. What do you feel? Right. That is a huge tenant. And it's also transpired to show the e-suit is the e-meter. Like that's a big thing. One of the things that we glossed over, which is the other telling sign that it's a Scientology thing that might sound forced is Jaden Smith has to get to this point once he finally gets to the back end of the ship and he gets the beacon that you mentioned he, he's got a lot of interference because there's a big volcano right and, and he, in and order to he, get he over to that he's got to climb the volcano
2: which Vol- right which could not be dumber by the way because but if, it, if you right. have if you have a SOS thing in your spaceship <laughs> right and it and you don't have enough bars for it right to and that's send basically off, what it was it right. was like no it's signal but that makes that, sense That's insanity right
1: there. It is, unless you know Scientology. Dianetics cover, L. Ron Hubbard, the whole cover is a volcano exploding. L. Ron Hubbard's whole history of Scientology, the main thing, which is Xenu, the guy who created everything that we're all supposed to be dealing with. He's, you know, the savior for them, came to Earth and dropped all these bad guys in a volcano. The volcano was where everything started and ended. It's almost like the Tower of Babel or the Garden of Eden. And because the volcano is so unnecessarily needed in this, but it is a huge, huge thing. It's like seeing a cross and knowing that that means something to Christianity. Right. Like it could could have to be is, a
2: volcano. Could the it just volcano been is right.
1: huge for Scientologists. Right. And he has to actually ascend this volcano just like their Zenu, their savior guy. And he only up there can he overcome his fear by mastering and controlling his emotions to defeat the Earth so it's there. And send the signal. Like, this screams. Dude, you know so much about that. I apology. sadly do, but I'm telling you, this sadly is, like, an, a bit of an advertisement for it, and in that regard, like, that's why kind of the movie stinks. Because it's and exactly other, what and, you and just said before not, knowing, You know? well, it, it is and it isn't, and, and it's a
2: way of
0: looking you, you at it. To, but you one to of to kind things, of
1: already be in. Well, one of the it, things that you just said kind of matches up with that. You're like there were all these weird notions like a volcano and and this thing that you could easily with the technology get around like sweating pheromones, except when you realize the genesis of it is based on where this. and where we're trying
2: to get so right? that's we that. we are totally gonna run out of time, and uh we we might you know go over for but the, we got our start a second yeah. but yeah, um, if you're listening to the live show, thanks a lot for tuning in, yeah thanks. and we'll be back next week with something. Um, what what I do so and goodbye. So what I that what I wanted awesome. to My say though choked. because you know nobody listens to the live show. anyway, fine. it's all the podcast. I hope they do. No, they do, and all we right. love them, and we they're do. awesome. But um, what I what I did <laughs> want to say before we go is funny because I I desperately wanted to mention <laughs> the the little crazy trigger thing that they're trying to send off with their yeah. beacon that that's he, he no he bars keeps look, like he keeps, he keeps looking like up moving and it's it like, around like no, I do. No, sorry, yeah. you have interference. And Will Smith goes. You know, there's interference and right. whatever. You have to climb the what, volcano. One of the things that I did like about the movie, and I don't know if this in particular is going to have something to do with Scientology or not, because like I said, I, you know, I'm not tuned into right. what Scientology – I mean, I did know actually that there's a big volcano on right. the cover of the book, right. but I didn't know that it meant anything right. really. It's right? this huge but uh anyway, one of the parts that i I do want to i do want to give a little bit of credit to the movie where it deserves some mm-hmm. because because ultimately, I did think you know it it there's some fun there kinda to be had, and like I said, if you just would be fifteen right <laughs> or whatever and go see it, like you were talking when we walked out like it's it's like you as an adult going to see Flight of the Navigator right. And it really kind of is like that, except that the movie, you know, Flight of the Navigator knows what it is and knows who it's for. And marketed itself and, properly. And, and, right. and that's that's what that movie is. Or like you also had mentioned, uh, you know, like Escape to Witch Mountain, which right. is the exact same boat. And, yeah. You know, the originals, right? Mm-hmm. Not the new Grey Johnson stuff. But um, but they those movies knew what they were. They knew who they were for. And not only that, both of those movies are actually pretty smart for who they're for, right they're not talking down to who they're for right they they're you know they're good on felt. the right level If this movie just would have done that and right been that and been okay with it, except that this movie is really doesn't want to be that no it doesn't it just yeah. is accidentally, so right. I still feel like you know there there's some fun parts it's a little everything is very simplistic, I think like mm-hmm. everything you know just Runs through this really almost awkwardly simple uh, screenplay, really. Like the whole screenplay, it, everything is everything is just like, eh, yeah. We're well, just no, going we're, right.
1: Here, we're in right? space, and now we're on the planet, but we're only on the planet. Now we're in the grassy field. Now wait, now we're in a tree. Now we're in the water. Now <laughs> it's a, now it's frozen. Now it's hot. Right. You know, it's like all of that stuff in a weird it, way. It screamed to me of like George Lucas stuff. Even even Will Smith's name. You know, which is very funny. There are two. There are there are two fashions of people who make the most ridiculous names. You have the adult film industry, and you have these science fiction guys, or or I guess three, because you have detectives who are like Mike Hammer and you know Joe Knuckles or whatever. His name is Cipher Rage, right? Like. Cipher Rage, you know he must be close cousins to General Cipher Diaz or right. you know.
2: He, I mean, come on. Yeah. One, one thought that name? One part of the future that we Stupid. didn't realize is that at some point everyone everyone is going to be named by like a random name generator <laughs> right. by the state or right. something. Right. Where and not even a good your, one. Here's, like your your baby, here's your baby. Here's your push a button, man. and it's like just this thing spins. You got and lucky, kid. Your, your name's General Cipher Rage. Yeah. Anyway. Um the one thing that I did want to say uh, about the movie that I thought was actually a good part and then it you know it's very weird when you watch this whole movie and through the whole movie you're going well this is okay and uh-huh. this is you know this is this and that is that right, right. I mean, Jane Smith is goofy yeah. and then this yeah. part of the movie is goofy but when we get to that part where they can't talk to each other anymore right and he's just about to like go up the mountain and he's got the thing right and then Will Smith is just sitting there going, take a knee, take a knee, even though he's not really talking to him anymore. Right. And then it's like finally Jaden Smith's teaching is going to mean something, and he's going to not have to be told to do it. Right. And then it's like you know, look at the mountain and realize what you have to do and right. actually actually become an adult and not, right. not Make need me connected right. to you, talking to you. That was actually pretty good, and for for such a you know kind of syrupy moment, mm-hmm. it it actually I thought came across pretty well because in a movie that is basically like screwing up everything as <laughs> right. far as I could tell, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. That scene could have been so horrible and right. you know just like hackneyed nonsense, yep. right? And it actually worked pretty well, and I, yes. I kind of liked it. And then the further we got to the end of the movie. I kind of just, you know, resigned myself to my fate or whatever, I guess. Right. And, it, you know, it wasn't really that bad. Again,
1: one of these things and what I'm hearing you say is an echo of what I felt watching the whole thing, which is the movie succeeds when it's not just. And I mean, it's very easy to just pile on and beat up, you know, Jaden Smith. uh, You know, it's just he is bad at this film. I don't know if he's a bad kid. I just know that he's not ready to be who everybody is trying to annoy him. And by everybody, I just mean his mom and dad, right. <laughs> you know, because everybody else, you know, one when and this isn't going to turn into a big digression of the karate kid. But I was just like, man, that sucks. That whole vehicle of making a film for your kid to try to establish him as a star. A, you're doing it really early, like no real kid gets that. You know, there are very few like Natalie Portman did it when she was really young. And there's always a couple, but let him be a kid, like his sister who deferred from doing other well, things. And, and if you want to hand him the keys to your Hollywood kingdom when he's 18 or 20 and you want to make him start doing these crazy fun things that you did, hey, knock yourself out.
2: But he's not ready. You can't see it. And no one else
1: around you is going to say it. Here's
2: the weird thing, too, about that exact progression. And then, and then I, oh,
1: well, I think I, well, what we'll, I we'll just What I meant done. to say was I'm not surprised because every scene that Will Smith or an adult is in is actually pretty good in that whole film. Right, you know, it's not Will's not perfect and everything, but he's great.
2: Right, and that scene works because Will is an actor; he can do the job. And then it's funny because you know you mentioned the Karate Kid, and uh, we're talking about like his whole life as an actor, which is really unfair. And and it's really it's strange though because you know in the pursuit of happiness, yeah, he was actually good. Right he's a tiny, tiny little kid yep. and how much stuff has he really got to do? But he was he, was he good. Yeah. Right? And he's, a, and you know, it's very different if you're like a little kid mm-hmm. and you go, I'm going to work with daddy and right. I'm going to do, right. you know, whatever. whatever daddy and tells, you're, you're yeah. like a tiny little kid, right? Uh-huh. And you do it and and they get it to work and it, it works pretty well in that movie. I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of that movie, but it's, it's good. certainly not because he's terrible or anything, right? Right. And he's pretty good. And then, you know, I don't know, there's other things in between or whatever, but then you got the Karate Kid, and yeah. and I hated the Karate Kid in theory before I ever saw it. Right, so just the fact that we Absolutely. were making it, every yep. everything that I learned about it, I hated everything about the movie before I ever saw it. Right, but then when I saw it, I was like, you know, he's not that bad though. I mean, I he, couldn't he, divorce he, myself he, from it. He, he was not terrible. I thought the movie was really goofy and just yeah. kind of, you know seemed a lot to me like I already mentioned this but you know the land of the lost right. like why take something like that and redo it just for like nothing right. except that you know maybe if you're a kid and and Will Smith is your dad and you go I want to make remake this movie right. then suddenly it happens right. but I didn't think he was terrible in it yeah. he was he, he was okay. fine enough fine. for like a kid actor right I guess he was in and the And then now all of sudden, a sudden it's like one. you're a slightly different level of teenager right all of a sudden and you know, what is the backstory of this movie coming out? Right. Uh, I mean, what is the the history going on behind the scenes here? Because what it seems to me is that he didn't really want to be doing it, right? Because it's almost like he's not trying. Right. Uh, I mean, and that which said, is it, which is better a than weird then. thing for this movie to be about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is better, better in a way.
1: Watching. I would rather see him because I'm sure he's very capable of things. It's a very talented family, and they've got all the resources to find whatever. Maybe the kid's just great at tennis or golf or whatever. Uh, right. But it doesn't seem like he's interested in this. And whether he, if he is interested, and he's this bad. That's cringing. Right. I would rather have him just be doing it because he doesn't know how to say, I don't want to do this. I did nine years ago, but I don't right. want to do it anymore. Right. That's the better alternative for me. And I hope I, – I, I, I just hope he grows up, and if we have to keep seeing him, I hope he has time to get talented because he's not now. No, he, he he's, isn't.
2: He's terrible right now, and – and that's probably got to be a hard thing. We are such bullies. Me. We're just we are on we're, the kid. we're, we're, we're mean, horrible, but but we're, we're horrible bad people. But you know we're like Simon when he was on American Idol, right? right. I mean, yeah, I'm going to tell you somebody, how it is. If somebody doesn't say it, right. I mean he just really yeah. is not good. Yep. And it just irritates me to have perfectly good movie role that could go to someone else. There were some kids out there who could have that, done a great job right. with this, but their parents aren't
1: right. Will Our, and Jada Will
2: Smith. You know what I would love to see is like yeah. not see him for like ten years.
1: Me too. I'd and, like to just see and him then, go. And then do maybe stuff.
2: he comes. Maybe yep. he comes back or something. But. And
1: if he's if he's great, and we're doing this in ten years, and we have to eat some crow <laughs> about this, that's <laughs> right. fine. I can live with it. But just. Man, I I feel bad for him. Yeah. You know?
2: All right. So anyway. We should definitely get out of here, and uh, that's clearly all there is to say about After Earth because because we're not even talking about it anymore. But, uh, you know, I got to say, if you love this movie, if you're listening to the show and you thought this movie was great, which it's actually doing horrible on Metacritic and and it's astounding in the box office. But if you love this movie, email us. Uh, Tell us. Check check us out at ruscreening.com and you will, you know, be able to find out how right. to email us very easily and right. let us know what your thoughts are. And next week actually should be Superman. Superman. So um we should, <laughs> be, we should be pretty set
1: knowing what we're doing each week for the next couple months. Oh yeah. Today. The, rest, I think the rest of summer will
2: probably be yeah. easy. But so, next anyway. week and uh so also, you know, email us and let us know what Definitely. you think or Want to know about Superman? If or you Scientology. can't, if you can't call in live, yes, all Scientology <laughs> questions can be directed oh to Marky Shane Oh, Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I I don't know what where that whole Scientology thing came from, but next week Superman. If you have, <laughs> Jesus. Well, man, you're like got the um, whole rundown I, on that. In three them. minutes, I gave you everything you needed to know, and it showed the film's genesis. It's like and more structure. than I ever knew about. All right, them let's right get right out of here. Now. Uh, but do email us if you have any questions, and I would actually love to go into Superman next week if if you are uh, someone who listens on the podcast and everything, and right. you know you're not here to call in or get in the chat. Anytime, oh man, yeah. email us before next week when we're going to do Superman, and, and we we'll like let, let us know what questions you have about it, what worked, yeah. what didn't, what your specific viewpoint on what you want to know is. I'd love to go into that, sure, uh, into that show with. Something to even if it's something small, like from other like people, who's your favorite Superman and why? Yeah, or you know, how does he shave? But well, I know that uh, I just I don't understand how that turned into such a big thing. But thank you so much yeah. for tuning in, yeah, thanks, and everybody. Uh, we will see you next week. Bye.